Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night, whatever time of the day you're listening to this. Hi, I'm Evan Patrol. I'm part of the Music and Beyond podcast that I've been working on with a few other people for a fairly long time now. And today, I'm going to kind of deviate from the my other groupmates' podcasts a little bit, because what we've been talking about in the Music and Beyond podcast for the longest time now, well, the three episodes before this, <laughs> is how music helps the individual through modern life. We're going to take a pause on that as we are nearing the end of the podcast, and we're going to talk about what exactly music helps us with. And I'm going to use, well, let's just put it, mm, a certain prism that a vast majority of humanity knows very, very well. Let's begin. Once upon a very long time ago, it was actually last September, but don't worry about it, my dad played for me The Dark Side of the Moon by Pink Floyd in the car for the very first time. I was expecting Pink Floyd to be some run-of-the-mill obscure 60s or 70s quote-unquote dad rock band akin to the Grateful Dead. Logically, for any of you, you guys who know this album or for any of you who know Pink Floyd in general, I was completely blown away. He played Wish You Were Here for Me shortly after. Then I asked if we could listen to the entire discography. We did, and here I am, the fanatic you know and love. Well, you might not know or love me, but I'm a Pink Floyd fanatic, trust me. Anyway, to reintroduce myself, I'm Evan, your local Pink Floyd fanboy. This first listen would both logically... The first listen to Dark Side of the Moon, that is, would both logically and conclusively lead me to this podcast one way or another, but one of the biggest reasons it did was due to just how moving Dark Side is. Before we get to that, though, I want to give a shout-out to an online friend of mine named Hazel and my podcast mate, Zarya. I met Hazel through Instagram, and like me, she loves Pink Floyd. I'd like to take this opportunity to promote her Etsy shop called Pink Floyd Lovecrafts, all one word, the P in pink is capitalized. She makes amazing homemade merchandise and has an awesome Instagram account as well. Be sure to check out her Etsy shop and follow her on Instagram at I've been mad for fucking years under the name Hazel Spooner. Now about Zarya, my podcast mate, in her podcast episode, Music and Emotions, they talk about and focus on how music affects the mental and physical well-being of others. In her podcast episode, she cited an article by Harvard Medical School entitled Music and Health, which discussed how music affected doctors and patients while in an operating room. The themes explored in her podcast and mine are wildly different, but this podcast is called Music and Beyond, not Music and Doctors Examining Patients and How It Helps Everyone Involved. Still check out her podcast, though. It's a lovely listen. With those two things said, let's analyze an album. <laughs> the impact that Pink Floyd's The Dark Side of the Moon had on society, and on me, had the impact it did because it was so, so unique. To this day, no album ever recorded has ever come anywhere close to its grandeur in concept, and due to its wonderful nature, it grabbed people and the messages spread like wildfire. I asked my dad about why he thought this was the case. He said, Lyrically, I find Brain Damage and Eclipse the most compelling songs. For those who don't know, Brain Damage and Eclipse are the two closing songs of the album. I like the whole album, and I like all of the lyrics. Money and Us and Them are not that deep, a little more obvious. I think The Great Gig in the Sky is the most powerful song on the album, which doesn't even have lyrics, and I love the instrumentals too. Again, the two I mentioned, Brain Damage and Eclipse, have some real power behind them. 
quote, and if the band you're in starts playing different tunes, I'll see you on the dark side of the moon. It's a beautiful lyric, and quote, everything under the sun is in tune, but the sun is eclipsed by the moon, end quote. It's like, hey, be careful. The big thing my dad talked about and that I wanted to talk about with him were the lyrics. So for a while, it puzzled me that The Great Gig in the Sky was the most powerful song on the album. That being said, The Great Gig in the Sky is, to me, about the most pressuring thing of all in modern life, death. The song itself is incredibly acclaimed by fans and critics, so the fact that the song about death is what strikes a chord more than one might think really fascinates me. That being said, why do the lyrics on other songs have such a strong impact that they do? This is admittedly a bit of a cop-out answer, but it really encapsulates how I personally feel about the band and their music, at least partially. I once saw a YouTube comment on the video for Pink Floyd's Shine On You Crazy Diamond Parts 1-5, through 5, a song off the album Wish You Were Here, that said, Pink Floyd makes you feel emotions that aren't named. I liked how niche it was, and in a weird way, I sort of related to it. I talked with my English teacher on Tuesday about how Darkseid and Pink Floyd as a whole are sort of beyond classification, and I feel like that's what the comment implied too, at least to a certain extent. I don't think it unlikely that this is how a lot of people, a lot of people, sorry, a lot of people feel about Pink Floyd and moreover the dark side of the moon. Could it be that one of those unnamed emotions is relatability? To answer that, we'll need another analysis of Pink Floyd, but this time not from my father. I'd like to int introduce something called the Dark Side of the Moon Project. The Dark Side of the Moon Project is a series of video essays made by the YouTube channel Polyphonic, spelled P-O-L-Y-P-H-O-N-I-C, breaking down and analyzing the songs on the Dark Side of the Moon piece by piece, video by video. The video for Brain Damage and Eclipse, the two, my, the two songs my dad most prominently talked about, is the one I know the best and consistently stands out to me the most. I feel like it ties everything together perfectly, just like the songs themselves. It has to do the it it has to do most prominently with breathe in the air and eclipse from breathe. All that all you touch and all you see is all your life will ever be. Then eclipse. All that you touch and all that you see and all that you taste and all that you feel and all that you love and all that you hate, all you distrust, all you save, and all that you give and all that you deal, and all that you buy, beg, borrow, or steal. And all you create, and all you destroy, and all that you do, and all that you say, and all that you eat, and everyone you meet, and all that you slight, and everyone you fight, and all that is now, and all that is gone, and all that's to come. Like, that's your life, truly. The video lays out that idea so well to me. It's clear-cut and easy to understand. And those lyrics, the whole thing about them is that they really encompass everything, which is one reason why I think Eclipse is the greatest closing song of all time. Not only do they apply to every aspect of everyday human life, but they also cover everything the album talks about in the tracks prior. This sense of closure that is communicated to listeners is why I think The Dark Side of the Moon hit everyone so hard. The geniuses creating this album, that being Pink Floyd, knew what they felt and they showed better than anyone else ever did and likely anyone who ever can. This is backed by the gargantuan commercial success the album had and to this day still has. To wrap up, The Dark Side of the Moon, in my opinion, is the greatest album ever made. Its deep and thought-provoking themes touch listeners at its release and to this day still. Everyone goes through modern life and has difficulties, and Dark Side says to them, I'm there, I know. That reassurance and that sense of closure mixed with the raw emotion in the album hits home harder than any other music out there. From its lyrics to, to its message to just how good the music itself actually is, 
The Dark Side of the Moon will continue to touch the hearts of listeners for all time and will certainly never be forgotten. All right, I'll shut up about Pink Floyd now. Thank you for listening. Go listen to this album. And in the words of my friend Hazel, keep calm and I'll see you on the dark side of the moon. Thank you for listening. I was reading a script there and I'm okay with admitting that. And throughout this, you've probably seen that eh, I've made quite a few errors, both grammatically and just in terms of stuttering or whatever not. Whatever not. (laughs) There's one right there. I like to keep it that way because with a lot of podcasts I listen to that aren't just sort of a a recorded speech, namely the Jordan B. Peterson podcast, a lot of times it feels very monotonous and robotic and, well, kind of perfect. (laughs) I personally don't like that. I really like having, you know, mistakes, errors. It's what keeps you human, I think. You can probably hear some very subtle background noises in me right now. Uh, I mean, like, (laughs) through the microphone I'm talking to. Because I don't have a professional way to really record this. There's no soundproofing around me. Just me in my basement. And that's about it, really. But if I may give some final words, you don't have to listen to this album to get what I'm talking about. I don't think, but it would really help if you did. And I think people who have already listened to the album and heard this podcast will understand what I'm saying 10, if not a hundredfold. But life isn't easy and it's, it's full of difficult things, but I think understanding those things in a bit of an odd way helps to deal with them. If you don't agree, that's totally okay, but I just wanted to detail why I made this podcast. All right, I will actually shut up this time now, but uh, thank you very much for listening. I highly recommend checking out the rest of the podcast, and yeah, have a wonderful day.